Welcome to the Rooted Moms Podcast, where we connect scripture to real mom life. I'm Brittany Marlowe, Podcast Director, and I'm so excited to have you join us today. Mom life is complicated, but growing in your faith doesn't have to be. In this episode, we'll take a look at a common struggle we all face in light of the truth of God's Word. Thank you for joining me today. <laughs> Welcome to the premiere episode of the Rooted Moms podcast, uh, where we connect scripture to real mom life. I'm so excited for you to be joining us today and listening in. I'm Brittany Marlowe, your host, and today I have with me a special guest, Katie Gibson. Katie is the founder and executive director for Rooted Moms Ministries. She and her husband, Craig, have been married for 15 years and live in North Atlanta with their three kids. Katie is a writer and author and enjoys reading date nights and watching the Atlanta Braves. Go Braves. <laughs> she is passionate about teaching the truth of God's word in a practical and encouraging way that helps others experience the abundant life Jesus prom promised. Katie, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This is a real honor being on the premiere episode. <laughs> I know this is something that we've had in the works for a while, and I'm just so excited that it's happening. It's actually happening. It's actually happening. <laughs> it feels like Christmas over here. It does. It does. So today we're tackling the subject of striving, um, thriving in every season of life, what that looks like, what it means, um, which is something I think um, all of us as moms can relate to. So let's jump right in. Yeah, let's jump in. I'm ready. So, so what does that look like? What does that mean to thrive <laughs> in every season of life? Oh, that's a good question to start with. I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people, what I'm learning is um, for my own experience and also just, uh, you know, being in a community of moms is a lot of us have this idea of thriving, of just being like, everything's perfect all the time, right? And yeah. that's just simply not the way it is. Um, but, you know, I'm going to say this probably a lot throughout this episode is, um, you know, I believe that God's word is so intentional um, in the way that, um, especially in Jesus's teachings, when he's explaining things to us, a lot of time he's saying, look at the birds of the air, look at this, look at that. And um, it's so practical. I think we can learn so much for that. And so one of the things that I've been trying to do over the past few years is pay a lot more attention going on these nature walks and actually, you know, considering the things that I'm looking at. And mm -hmm. one of the things that really hit me, um, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, is I spent a lot of time walking up and down our road. Mm -hmm. um, it was kind of my saving grace, um, having three kids at home. <laughs> Um, you know, fortunately my oldest was old enough. I'd say mom's going to go for a walk. I go for a walk, um, mm -hmm. leave him in charge for about 30 minutes. And I just remember, um, it being winter and, uh, you know, we lived near the lake and all the trees were dead, you know, well, mm -hmm. they were dead. Right? right. And that's, that's what hit me is there's no leaves on them. There's no fruit on them. There's, you know, it's just sticks. Right. And yeah. I remember the Holy spirit just whispering to me, like, they're getting ready, like spring was coming and they were getting ready to blossom. And, and the truth of the matter was, even though they looked dead from the outside, they were still thriving within. Mm -hmm. And we wouldn't see the result of that for several weeks when spring hit. But um, I think the same can be true about us is we can go through hard seasons. Um, I know for me, I I'm coming out of one, just incredibly hard um, relational stuff. 
and man, I mean, I just felt like my leaves were stripped off, you know, like, yeah, just, you know, you feel like, ah, um, so weary. Yeah. Like a hurricane is ripped through, you know, I remember a hurricane actually came through North Georgia, which is hilarious. Wild. I remember that. Um, you know, I just remember there being like inches of leaves on the ground, but that's Mm -hmm. kind of how my life has felt. But the, the truth of the matter is on the inside, I'm still thriving. I'm still strong. I'm, I still have the strength and the joy, um, to get up each day and, um, just continue to, um, be resilient and move forward. Um, you know, even though from, I guess, an outsider's view, it probably doesn't look like (laughs) necessarily thriving. I am, I'm thriving on the inside. And so, yeah, um, yeah, that's what I think of when I think of thriving is like, it's, it doesn't always look like what you think it might look like. It doesn't mean all your circumstances are perfect, Mm -hmm. but it means that there's this joy and this peace and this fulfillment in spite of, um, you know, our environment, what's going on around us. Yeah. Yeah. As moms with chaotic lives, I think sometimes it it seems impossible to to us to be able to thrive Mm -hmm. in every season of life. And like you said, from the outside, it might look like a mess, but on the inside, you're clinging to this joy and this hope that God gives you. It just reminds me of like, I, I know this has happened to everybody when you're at target with your kids and like, everything is going wrong. They're taking things off the shelves. They're throwing things out of the buggy. You know, you've had the longest day ever yeah. and it just feels like chaos. Like you just need to put everything back, get out of the store, which I have done before. I've done it too. <laughs> and you are going to have, you're, you're going to have those moments where it's just like, okay, this is horrible. This stinks, but you know, you're going to move forward from that and you can, you know, turn your day around, turn your thoughts around. So how do we, how do we do that? What does that look like? How do we set healthy habits to root ourselves to have a life that's thriving? Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, you know, for me, it, the past, I would say six years of my life have really just been a process of learning that I love the way that God works because he knows you can't just heap everything on us at once. Right. So he invites mm-hmm. us on this adventure and, you know, it's this, these simple steps of obedience that when you look back, you can see the big picture and be like, wow, God. Um, and that's really kind of been my story. Um, so I actually started Rooted Moms way back in like, I want to say it was 2000, uh, I I don't know, 2015. My daughter was really young. Um, God had kind of given me just a little portion of the vision um, and I ran with it, right? So I just ran with it and started trying to make things happen, you know, and as far as being a mom, I was just you know, I remember pouring over, um, cause I grew up in the church. I know, I know you did too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I grew up kind of in a, <clears throat> a pretty religious environment, I would say. And so to me being a Christian always just felt like a checklist. Um, right. you know, I was very drawn to God from a young age and loved him, but, um, but a lot of what I was doing was really just very workspace. Mm-hmm. And so, um, as I became a mom that transferred, of course, into my motherhood. And I just remember thinking, I got these kids to raise and I need to do everything right. And I would just pour over Proverbs 31 and, you know, just hope that it would magically transform me into this (laughs) Proverbs 31 woman. And I found myself being so frustrated. I was frustrated with the ministry. Um, 
I was frustrated with myself. I was frustrated with my kids. It was just so much frustration, so much striving, so much disappointment. And I just remember coming to the end of myself one day. It was um, during one summer. And I remember just dropping to my knees on the floor of my bedroom and saying, God, I don't know what the answer is. I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he called me to lay aside the ministry, um, to, to just let it go. Um, you know, I was able to pass it off into the hands of someone else for a while. And, um, you know, it was, that was that first step of obedience. And after Mm. that, it was just one little step after another. And he led me on this journey of really learning how to thrive. Um, and so, you know, the first thing he did is he brought me along a group of women. I, I didn't really have any relation. I had a lot of relationship hurt, um, you know, from different women in my life when I was younger. And so, you know, I kind of written that off and was like, I can do this by myself. Um, I can grow a relationship with God by myself. You know, I was like in church, but not connected in church. And, um, so that was really the first thing. The first thing God told me to do is lay aside the ministry and invite some friends over to do a book study. And I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me, right? Like, (laughs) I mean, can you imagine like, it it was crazy. And I was like, okay, God, I don't know what you're doing. And then I was like, oh, he's going to use me to help these people. No, no, no. (laughs) No, Um, that was, they need me. (laughs) They changed my life that I remember within a matter of three months, Mm -hmm. just feeling completely different. I was actually starting to get traction in my face. I cared about these people deeply and Mm -hmm. knew that they cared about me. And I knew that if something in my life hit the fan, I had a group of ladies I could call to not only pray for me, but to actually be there for me. And that was really kind of the first step of the journey. Um, and, And even then I couldn't see the whole picture. I was like, okay. So God just continued, you know, to lead me. Um, I went through this season of, uh, surrender is really the only place, you know, way I can put it. Um, I had really kind of not noticed, but I had fallen into just some ways that were less than godly. Um, I had just grown okay with, you know, just kind of writing it off as, Oh, grace, you know, um, Mm -hmm. God brought me to this point of, you know, I had been living my life rooted in myself and rooted in the ways of the world. And he really just brought me to really learn how to trust him and be rooted to him, laying aside idols, becoming wholehearted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of the second part of the journey. And then the, the final piece was, um, I, you know, I, I knew after that season of surrendering to God, I was like, I need to be in my Bible. But I had always struggled, and I know you you shared your struggles mm-hmm. too before, of just making that quiet time a consistent habit. Yeah. Especially as a mom, I just found it more frustrating than anything, and just always made excuses as to why I couldn't do it. Oh yeah, it can um, be super difficult. Oh yeah, it's super difficult. I mean, I'm not saying it's not. It certainly is. But I remember, you know, just saying, okay, I'm gonna start waking up in the morning earlier. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to read my Bible. So I remember the first morning waking up and sitting in my chair and I just kind of closed my eyes and the Lord had really just, he had been speaking so clear to me at that point that I just knew that he was going to tell me what I was going to read. And so I was like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to read? And I heard Hosea and I was like, I, 
I've been in church my whole life. I'm familiar with the book of Hosea. And so I was like, mm, I think I heard you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be right. That can't, that be, can't right. be right. Um, but it was like clear as a bell. And I was like, okay. Um, so I start reading Hosea and mm-hmm. um, I noticed over and over again, the word no, K-N-O-W, no, no, and knowledge, no. And it was like over and over again. So over, I think the period of a couple of weeks, I just slow read it, right? And um, God used that book to show me that, you know, the reason why I struggled to fully trust him, um, because even then there was still that little bit of striving of just like, okay, well now I'm trying to be a good person. I'm trying to walk in the ways, trying to be a good parent. He showed me that the reason why I, I didn't really trust him fully um, and really wasn't thriving was because I didn't really know him. And oh, the reason, so yeah. And so the reason why, you know, and, and, and that word, no, um, yeah, I feel like I've talked about this so much lately. Um, <laughs> I love it so much because I've even got a tattoo on my arm because that mm-hmm. word just became so meaningful to me. The Hebrew word is yada. And it means to know through personal experience, not just to know about God, but to know him intimately and personally. Mm. And God showed me, um, yeah, you, you know, you don't really know me. You know a lot about me, but you don't know me. And um, I began, that was the beginning of this hunger for God's word, um, where God was just revealing himself to me through his word. And, you know, I began to notice that as those kind of three things were in place, as I was really just choosing to turn from my own ideas, my own ways and trust in God, um, getting to know him through his word, investing that time, strengthening my faith and continuing to gather in life-giving community, you know, I was seeing fruit in my life that I had been striving to produce for my whole life. You know, it's like everything that I wanted to be, you know, it's, what mom doesn't want to be patient or kind and compassionate and, um, you know, joyful, like we all want that, but right. so often we try, we just try to stick fake fruit on ourselves. Right. And make it look like I got yeah, to make it um, yeah. really on the inside. We're just like, Ooh, I mean, we're exhausted. We're falling apart. Yeah. Um, just kind so, of like the opposite of what you were describing, how, yeah. you know, thriving really is, you having it together on the inside, even though you don't on the out. And, you know, we want to look like we have it together on the outside, but that doesn't help the inside. Yeah. I mean, we live in this social media world, right? And so hard. uh, It is. And so, yeah, that was, I mean, God just brought me to this place. And, you know, the funny thing was, is all those years, I just never, like rooted moms would come to mind and come to mind and come to mind. Um, but it's like, I had no clearance from God to jumpstart that again, but I'll, yeah. I remember clearly when he, um, you know, just made it clear to me, like, now's the time, this is it. And it's like, all of a sudden it was almost like beautiful mind stuff. I, it's like all the pieces came together and I was like, God, you've been literally working this message out in my life this whole time. Yeah. And I just remember feeling like, yeah, I need to share this with others because, um, man, I mean, yeah, who doesn't want that abundant life that Jesus promised? John 10, 10, he says, you know, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come that they may have abundant life, like overflowing mm-hmm. life. And I think we all want that. But again, we're all trying to go about it the wrong way by chasing our own desires and right. hacking on our own fruit when Jesus says, hey, 
if you just abide in me and and put your striving it, one of my favorite verses from Hosea when I was reading through um, I memorized it because I remember it sticking out to me mm -hmm. Hosea 6 uh, 1 it says let us strive to know the Lord so it's like okay stop striving about everything else and start striving to know the Lord if you start striving and putting your focus there then you're going to experience that abundant life that that Jesus has promised yeah there's a difference between striving to make everything happen for yourself and striving to know the Lord, striving to check off all those boxes, you know, that checklist that you were talking about, um, and then striving to know the Lord, striving to check all those boxes off and to be this perfect person on the outside can be so exhausting. Yeah. And then you get burned out so easily. And I feel like that can be times where people start to turn away from God. Right. When you feel so burned out. Um, yeah. Well, that feeling like, it, you know, I mean, growing up kind of in the you know, religious environment that I did, it's, you know, you feel like it's all on you. And mm -hmm. the thing about getting in God's word is you realize <laughs> it's all on, he's done it all. Yeah. He's done it all. You know, our job is to remain rooted in him. And that's, that's the work. That's the work that he's called us to. He's done everything else. Um, you know, we don't have to earn our righteousness. We don't have to earn our right standing. We don't. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's so freeing, um, mm -hmm. to know that. And also, I just, my brain, um, <laughs> it's Hosea 6, 3, um, not 1. I think I said 3, uh, 1, but it's 3. <laughs> yeah, so. You know that, right? I memorized it. <laughs> We're still working on our scripture memory strength. But, but you knew the verse and you knew the words. And that's, you know, that's what's going to stick. That is, that keeps you yeah. abiding in him when you have the, that scripture to turn back to, you know, that's your weapon. That's your sword. Absolutely. Yeah. It keeps, it keeps you, it keeps you strong on the inside for sure. Yeah. 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 I, I also grew up in the church, going to church, you know, since I was very, very little. Um, and I feel like not because I was necessarily told this or taught this, but again, I had this warped sense of this warped view of God that I had to do X, Y, Z for him to love me, or I had to do X, Y, Z for him to earn a place in his household, to earn my place in heaven, to earn this abundant life that he's already promised me. And it's, it's not like that. It's resting in him. Um, there, when we started, when I started with Rooted Moms two years ago, and we started reading through the Bible, one of the biggest um, takeaways I think I had from the whole year was what fear the Lord meant. Mm. And growing up, I really felt like fear the Lord meant that I needed to fear him. And if I didn't do X, Y, Z, like I wasn't getting there. Or, you know, if I didn't do this and do that, do that, I was going to die and I was going to go to hell. Like it was, you know, it's, yeah. and when I started reading with rooted moms and I really started to root myself in his word, you know, my mindset about what fear the Lord and the actual de definition of that changed completely. And, you know, it wasn't this fear, this actual scaredness. It was a holy reverence of just the power and the love that he has for us. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah just, that, I remember, um, I don't remember exactly when it was, but you know, I told you I, my obsession with Proverbs 31 is I'm yeah. just read it, read it. And that's the same takeaway I had as well. A woman who fears the Lord, like, you know, you gotta kind of, you know, work that up and, um, you know, otherwise you're going to get struck down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a little dramatic, but, um, you know, 
when I realized that that word, and I'm probably gonna say it wrong, but I think it's Yura or something along those lines. Um, when I began to realize that it was that, you know, again, it was that reverential knowledge, experiential like mm -hmm. knowledge and and reverence and worship, like yes. positioning yourself really is about um, humility and submission, which a lot of people don't like that word, but, you know, um, submitting your life before. Yeah. So it's basically saying, you know, the woman who is is reverently worshiping and submitting her life before God, these are the things that are naturally going to come out of her life, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think it's so true. I think another, uh, one of the things that was coming to my mind when you were talking was another way that we as moms strive is feeling like we have to save our kids, you know, like, yes. um, feeling like, well, if I don't do everything right, you know, my kid may not ever come to know Jesus. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a weighty thing. Um, but again, I think when it comes to, um, you know, doing things backwards, it's like, we can either try, try, try. Um, I remember witnessing that a lot growing up. It's just like, try, try, try to save your kids, say the right thing, mm -hmm. make sure they're in line, you know, yeah. uh, which of course, you know, I mean, it's all about balance, right? Of course we want boundaries and things, but um, there's something about that natural fruit that comes out of the life of a woman who is truly rooted in Christ that yeah. that fruit take you know I, I, we were talking last night in group um my small group that you know the thing about fruit is it's not for the tree it's for everyone else right so the mm -hmm. fruit of my life is not for me it's for the people in my life oh, so, so good when i am keeping myself rooted and i'm you know staying strong and my branches are spreading wide and the fruit is coming my husband and my children are the ones that get to taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's nothing like that. I think we can preach all day long and our husbands and yeah. kids try to get them to believe a certain thing, but it's about that experiencing that tasting and seeing, you know, there's something about her life. There's something about her. Um, I remember, you know, I think of, when I think of that, I think of my grandma, um, mm -hmm. you know, it was the fruit of her life that made yeah. me to have that same thing. Um, yeah, you know, so, but it's, again, it doesn't happen by striving. It doesn't happen by working up those apples and oranges, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's by striving to know the Lord and to, to root our lives even deeper in him because mm -hmm. it just gets better and better. Yeah. I, I feel like I spent my whole life in church, um, learning about God and learning about the Bible, but until I actually read it for myself and really dug in and rooted myself in it, I didn't know him. Yeah. You know, that's when everything changed my whole perspective. I had a complete perspective shift. I write about this in my devotional in the, in the rooted book this year, but, um, I feel like that's, you know, how you can go from striving to abiding. You have to have this perspective shift like you did. And, um, as I was listening to your story, I just kept hearing like praying and obedience. You were praying, you were listening and you were being obedient. And sometimes I think when we hear the word obedient, it means like we have to be good. You know, it's like another checklist. Okay. I did this right. I did this right. I didn't do this. I don't do this. I'm so good. I'm such a good person. I'm so obedient. Yeah. And you know, that's not really actually what it means. Like when you pray, you stop, you listen and you listen to what he's telling you to do, even though sometimes it doesn't feel you're like, are you sure? Cause I'm sure when he told you to lay down rooted moms, you were like, are you sure? Like that can't be right. 
Yeah. And, you know, I'm so grateful in hindsight, I think, you know, for Mm -hmm. as far as obedience, it's, yeah, he doesn't always, I think in our head, we like to make up the reasons why he might be asking us to do something, but we don't know. I love the verse in Isaiah that says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Um, You know, my thoughts were so much higher and I look back and I can see his thoughts were so much higher than mine. My idea of the ministry was so small. And the thing about it was, it was a quote unquote vision that I could have accomplished in my own power and strength and might. And what God was calling me to was a vision so big um, and continuously growing that, you know, I, I, the team of the six of us and now volunteers and our amazing group leaders, like it's going to take so much more even than that. I love the verse in Ephesians three that says, you know, he is able to do as we're rooted in him and rooted in his love. He is able to do in, you know, infinitely more than we could ever ask, think or imagine um, yeah. that small, small seed of obedience. Like you just never know what he's going to do. Yeah. Oh, I like how you said small seed of o- obedience. Like yeah. it just t- takes like that next right step. Yeah. Like, yeah. We've been on a frozen kick. So like the next right thing. That's a song in person. Like you just do the next right thing that you feel like you're, you know, being called to. Yeah. And for me, until I was rooted in his word and I was in a life-giving community, um, I, I, you know, I didn't know what the next right thing was. I didn't know how to pray for that. Really. I didn't know how to be, I didn't know how to listen to him because I didn't know him. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, I always, you always hear that. It's like, you know, God still speaks and he does like he, Mm -hmm. I I believe he still speaks. Um, Oh, absolutely. But you know, the primary way that he's spoken to us is through his word. Well, Mm -hmm. how are we supposed to know what he's spoken if we never open his word? Right. I think um, a lot of what we're seeing in our culture right now is this comfortability with just sitting under the teaching of other people. And mm-hmm. I love my pastor and uh, pastors and um, mentors and the people who um, pour into me. I love podcasts. I love books. I love all of it. I do all of that because it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is nothing like getting in the word of God for yourself and hearing it. Um, and you know, that's where God calls us to obedience first. Right. And you know, how are we supposed to know we're being disobedient if we don't know what he says? Um, Mm -hmm. it's like what James says, he says, you know, it's, does a person, you know, (laughs) it's, it's basically like, you know, comparing the word of God to a mirror. Does someone look in a mirror, see that their hairs, you know, I mean, I got a video camera now, if I was looking in the camera and my hair was all over the place and I didn't do anything about it, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what a lot of times we do is we'll show up to God's word. We'll see that our hair is out of place and just carry on throughout our day. Well, God's right. like, no, take the time. You see this, you know, I've clearly spoken to you. I've called you to obedience in this, um, you know, move the hair and do the thing. Yeah. Um, and I think he blesses those small acts of obedience. He really does. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it'll be bigger things, but a lot of times I think as far as obedience, it's just those little, those little things that <laughs> those tiny little things. Use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So what are some practical tips that you can give moms to stop striving and start abiding? <laughs> um, oh man, that's such a good question. I, I I would say as a mom, um, learning to live moment by moment, um, learning to 
pay attention to your reactions, pay attention to your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as moms, a lot of times we're reactionary, right? Right. Um, And so it's more of just slowing down and saying, and, and entrusting, truly entrusting every situation. Okay. You know, God, what would you have me to do about this? Mm -hmm. God, how would you have me to spend my day? Right. You know, it, that's what being rooted is, is again, you know, so Jeremiah, I'm going to, I'm going to jump to Jeremiah. I'm going to read, um, cause I just love these scriptures. And, um, so Jeremiah is painting a picture for us and he says, um, <laughs> this is really strong words here. Now I think, um, I'm trying to figure out what translation, I think this is my CSB Bible. And it says, um, it says, cursed is the person who trusts in mankind, who makes human flesh his strength. So the person who's trusting in their own strength, mm-hmm. his heart turns from the Lord. It says he will be like a, um, basically a, a shrub in the desert is what he's saying. He cannot see when good comes, but dwells in the parched places of the wilderness in a salt land where no one lives. So he compares the person who's trusting in themselves or trusting in the ways of the world to this stunted shrub, you know, and we all know yeah. we've seen succulents. Succulents are a huge thing, right? Yeah. You, we all know that you can just walk over and just pluck that succulent right out because there's no mm-hmm. roots there, right? Um, but it says the person who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence indeed is the Lord is blessed he will be like a tree planted by the water. It sends its roots out toward a stream and doesn't fear when heat comes and its foliage remains green. It will not worry in a year of drought or cease producing fruit. So in everyday life as a mom, we have the option. We're either going to trust in our ways, our ideas, our plans. Mm-hmm. We're either going to look at our fears, right? Right. Um, you know, and I, I man, if you know as moms we have so many regrets right um oh my gosh about my boys they're 14 and uh uh, well almost 14 and then 12 right now I think about when they were little and just how many decisions um and things I did out of fear right right and you know looking back I'm like I wish I could change that right yeah um now it's you know being rooted in Christ, looking to his ways, the way that he's called me to live, trusting in him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm able to parent out of, truly parent out of love, um, right. For my kids. Yeah. And that love a lot of times just requires trusting in God, that God, <laughs> you know, that, okay. Um, but I would say, I mean, that's the biggest part of it is just moment by moment, taking those things to God, taking a moment to yeah. pause. Um, and inviting him in, you know, I mean, God doesn't want us to just show up at church on Sunday, hear a few good tips about how we can live our life and then go strive to make it work. Right. He yeah. wants us to really learn how to live with every area of our life, you know, positioned in him. And really- yeah. My stepdad told me one time that, um, going to church was like going to school and, doing your Bible study and having your quiet time and meeting with the community during the week is like doing your homework and you can't do one successfully without the other. And I love kind of how he put that because it's so true. Like you said, like you can't just show up at church on Sunday, hear a few good snippets and go about, you know, just go about your day. Cause then you're going to spend your time striving. Yeah. Um, you have to take that throughout your week and consciously make an effort to root yourself in him and abide in him. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, the thing about God's ways about his word is he has these principles, right? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, a lot of times I think we, we put things on God that he never intended. And so we are just like, well, I'm a Christian, so I'm going to live a blessed life. Well, you know, God lays out some principles, you know, he says, well, you live your life according to my word. If you live your life according to my way, um, then, then yes. But even then that blessedness doesn't look like, you know, it doesn't always yeah. look like financial. It's not that outward prosperity, right? Like we've been right. talking yeah. about inward thriving and mm-hmm. you can't put a price on that. Can you like no. oh my that gosh. inward peace and joy and fulfillment when mm-hmm. the world is falling apart? That's so much better than all the riches in the world, you know? Um, yeah. It gives and you so, peace, a peace yeah. to cling to when oh, yeah. there feels like there's no peace around you. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. I love how you were talking about like, you know, as moms, um, we have to invite God in to help us and to lead us. And as moms, it's so hard sometimes because as the famous saying goes, mother knows best. Like we feel like we know our children best. Like we are the best. We believe we're the best ones to help them. We're the best ones to guide them. We're the best ones to leave them when in reality, you know, God created them and who knows you better than your creator. We're just entrusted with them, you know, right. Right. That in mind is saying, God, you made this child, you know, talk about Mm -hmm. being rooted and, 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 and living that way. You know, it's acknowledging every day, God, you made me this, gave me this child. You made this child, you know, me, you know, him, you know, um, you know, and you have a plan for this child's life and, and just remembering our part. So I think yeah. it could be that temptation, right. To have that self-confidence, like mm-hmm. saying, and well, I'm the parent here, you know, yeah. and like, well, God is, I mean, you know, not that we take on this <laughs> position of like, Oh, I'm their friend. No, but it's, yeah. it's acknowledging that it's that word entrusted, you know, mm-hmm. trusted and, um, and wow, isn't that a much weightier idea? I mean, imagine yeah. maybe, entrusted with I mean our kids are invaluable right right um it's it's just it just changes the way that mm-hmm. things like you said a perspective change yeah yeah it's um I I it's kind of like how you were talking about earlier um you know the fruit that trees bear is not for the fruit and um it's for those around us and as moms when we're reading ourselves in God's word and we're really really getting to know him that spills over to our children. I feel like that's, you know, one of the first things that I've seen happen since I've joined Rooted Moms and started reading the Bible. I've seen it spill over, um, not, not, not accidentally. I mean, for me, it was accidentally for God. It was not, it was his plan, but you know, it spills over to your children and they say things, Macy Jo, she's five and she says things and I'm like, Sometimes I'm like, how do you know that? But I'm like, you should know that because I, I did my best to teach you that and to, to root myself in God's word. And now you kind of know God's word because it's spilling over. It's just, it's so awesome to see. And you know, that gives you peace more so than trying to control the situation. Natural extension, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the video we were watching last night um, at our small group celebration, um, you know, the message was pointing out that 
you know, it's not only the fruit, the branches not only bear the fruit, but they also provide shade. Um, mm-hmm. And gosh, isn't that such a picture of motherhood? Like, I oh, mean, yeah. I think about that all the time. Sometimes, you know, we can be a little wearisome <laughs> when, you know, we're, when your child comes home and they only have meltdowns with you because you're the safe place, you know, and we are, we can be that place to give them shade because the world is so hard. They spend all day and just a really hard world. They get to come home and and have that shade. But then also the other thing that branches do is carry water. And in the Bible, water is always symbolic of the Holy spirit. And if you think about that, like wherever you are as a rooted woman, in Christ, you're carrying that Holy Spirit. You, you have his presence within you and it, yeah. it is making a difference in your child. It just happens. And again, think about it. Like, what does the tree do? Is the tree striving to make this happen? No, right. the tree is just staying rooted. You don't see a tree walking down the road, right? <laughs> A tree doesn't just decide, I don't like this soil anymore. I'm going to yeah. go over here. The tree, all it has to do is stay rooted. And everything else is a byproduct, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing. You know, we stay rooted in Christ. We stay trusting in him. We put his ways and his thoughts above our own. We strengthen ourselves, nourish ourselves in the word. You know, he's laid it out clearly. We need to be of the word. The word right. of God is living and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. It's able to divide between how we feel and what God says. And that's important as a mom. Oh my gosh. That is so, so important. Um, you wrote a devotional on this topic last year, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah. And, um, there, years ago, actually it's, it's an, it's an oldie it's and at this point, <laughs> there is a line from it that I want to read. Um, it's good works are meant to be the fruit of our relationship with God, not the root of it. Yeah. And I love that so much. I feel like that sums like all of this up, um, you know, good works are not meant to be the fruit of our relationship with God. And that's how it feels sometimes, you know, especially growing up like we did, like, you know, that's what I thought. And, um, but it's not like that. So good. Yeah. This has been something I think, especially reading through, we've been reading through the new Testament Mm -hmm. that just keeps coming back to me. It just keeps coming back because In Paul's letters, you'll notice every time, sure, does he command to do good and, you know, to uh, walk peaceably with others? And, you know, there's, of course, so many commandments to do these things. But Paul never starts with, hey, do all these things. Paul always starts with, this is what God has done. This is who God is. This is who you are now. Okay, Mm -hmm. now the fruit of that new life, because of what God has done, this has been how you should live for the glory of God. So it's never just like, okay, well, now you got to be good Christians. Paul's like, hey, because Christ has done this, it completely changes who you are. And when you're living your life in that new identity, these are the the way that it should look like. And so again, it's not Paul admonishing everybody to strive. It's he's saying, hey, remember who you are, remember whose you are, stop getting wrapped up. You know, one of the things I think that is one of my biggest takeaways from this new Testament is, is just setting my mind on things above and stop Mm -hmm. setting my mind. Because when I set my mind here, that's when I find myself having to strive and 
make the things happen. But when I set my mind on heavenly things, on who I am, on who God is, what he's called, what he's doing, um, it's, it's just different. (laughs) So good. So good. Um, so yeah, so if you want to go back and read this devotional that Katie's written, you can head to our website, www.rootedmoms.com um, slash devotionals, and you can search under there <laughs> and we'll put the link, we'll put the link for it in, um, in our notes for the podcast. So you guys can find it easily. Um, Katie, is there anything that you, um, have on your heart to share with us before we kind of wrap it up? Oh my goodness. I just, you know, I'm just really excited about what God's doing in this community. Um, We are seeing women being set free from striving and really Mm -hmm. learning how to abide. Um, And so if, you know, you are finding yourself today in this place of, um, you know, feeling like you never measure up uh, to God's standards, feeling like you're exhausted, feeling like you want to give up. Um, just know that, um, thriving is possible. And, um, uh, you know, at our website, we have so many resources we've been working on mm-hmm. so for just to meet, meet you where you're at, um, to bring hope and encouragement and tools that will help you to become rooted in Christ. Um, but more so than that, I think, you know, in my journey, what God did was he restored me to community before anything else. And so I think that community is a great place to start because mm-hmm. you're other women who can point you to Jesus. So join a group. Um, yes. You will not regret it. There are so many groups. I think at this point we have them pretty much every day of the week, except yes, morning, morning. night, afternoons. Yeah. Not Saturday, but every other yeah. um, day and, you know, get plugged in and, you know, don't make it another thing on your checklist. Just do it because it's, it's going to, God's going to use it to yeah. impact you. Yeah. Do it because you want to know him. Not yeah. because you know of him and you will, you will know others. You will you get to experience other people's fruit. Yes. And there know. there's nothing like being in a community of women who lift you up, encourage you, pray for you daily and you meet with them weekly. And you know, you're going to start reading the Bible and you're going to have a lot of questions. And it's so nice to be able to take those questions to a judgment-free zone yeah, and um, to get those answers and to feel like, I know when I first started this, I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to encourage somebody else. Like I need all the help I can get, but yeah. that fruit just spills over and you receive some of that and you give it away. And it's, it's just such a blessing to see. So yeah, like Katie said, head to our website, find a group. We have so many groups. Um, make sure you're following us on Instagram, on Facebook, um, stay connected (laughs) with us. We can get you plugged in. We also have, um, rooted volume two that's out now. We'll be starting that, um, September, the week of September 11th. We start back in the old Testament at week one of the, um, you can buy the book or, um, we always offer everything completely free, um, on our website. So you can subscribe to our weekly email plan. You'll get the same content, um, just mm-hmm. not in book form delivered to your inbox every single week. We make it super easy for you just to focus on abiding and not having to, there's just something about waking up, knowing yeah. you already have a plan makes it easier to get up than, you know, just getting up and being like, what should I read today? God. And then you flip open your Bible and yeah. it's like, judges. Yeah. <laughs> <Or Hosea. laughs> yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> like Katie said, like this is already, I mean, we've already got it planned out for you. There's yeah. there's what you're supposed to read, a memory verse, you know, a devotional that goes along yeah. with it and places to write notes. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today, Katie. I'm going to wrap us up by asking you, what is something that you're looking forward to? Oh man, what am I looking forward to? I think these days, like, what am I not looking forward to? Is <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I am looking, I am incredibly hopeful. Um, mm -hmm. I know that there is a lot of negativity out in the world right now, just like, oh, things are going to get worse. God is up to something. You guys, um, he is, he is bringing revival through communities like ours, um, where I am seeing individuals coming back to the basics, back to mm -hmm. the basics of learning to look at what God says, trust in who he is, stand on the truth of God's word. Yes. Um, I am looking forward to revival, not only within our community, but of course around the world. And, um, you know, just, just looking forward to what God is getting ready to do. I believe we've been feeling it. Um, I think, yep. you know, we've been feeling tremors for a long time now and mm -hmm. I think we're starting to see, um, things moving. So keep your eyes open and fix on, you know, heavenly things because he's, he's, God is not dead. He is still very much alive and active and Amen. doing the work. Um, so so yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, I love that so okay. much. So much coming and so much coming within this community that I can't even talk about yet. <laughs> that's so, so encouraging. Thank you so much for your, your words today. And I hope all of you listeners have felt encouraged and don't forget to check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, all the things and um, keep an eye out for episode number two of the Rooted Moms podcast. All right. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining Rooted Moms today. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Rooted Moms provides practical tools, community, and encouragement that help moms become rooted in Christ so that they may thrive in every season of life. Connect with us and learn more at www.rootedmoms.com. See you next time.